0: Hello and welcome to Big Lizard's League and all rugby league experience. Today I have Harrison Hathaway joining me on the podcast, a really good mate of mine. We're going to be going through our all-star teams. It's going to be like a draft. He's going to pick a player, then I'm going to pick a player and so on and so forth until we have two good teams. I'm going to be chucking these teams on my Instagram and I'll let you guys vote on that. But anyway, let's get to the podcast. I'll hand you over to me and Harry in a second. I do apologize for the stingy audio. I'm using Zoom at the moment as I do not have the right equipment yet. I'm saving up for all that. So don't worry. This is only temporary. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. Hello, welcome to Big Les's League and all rugby league experience. I am your host, Big Les. I've got one of my good mates, Harrison, on the line. How are you, Harrison, mate? Yeah, I'm good, mate. How are you? Not too bad. Not too bad. So what we're going to be doing today, we're going to be doing our teams of the year. However, we're going to do it, treat it like a bit of a draft. What we're going to be doing is we're going to pick players one at a time. We can't pick the same players as each other, but we'll end up having two separate teams here. I'll put a post up on my Instagram page with these two teams, and you guys can vote on what team you guys think is better. But let's get started here. Um, I'll let you have the first pick because you're the guest. Fullback, who have you got?
1: Oh, it's pretty obvious know, I was going to go for. I was going to go for James Tedesco. You know, just Ooh. like I reckon the best fullback in the game.
0: Fair enough, mate. Fair enough. Um, that's good for me. Ah. Uh, I'm um, enjoying that very much. I'm going to go for Tom Travojevic. Uh just for the season he's had. He's been so fantastic for the Manly Seagulls, obviously, when he came back from that injury. Uh, he's been just awesome for the Manly Seagulls. Probably one of the best players in the comp at the moment. Uh, winger. It's the first, Winger, who have you got?
1: Oh, well, to be honest, I haven't really been looking at wingers, but just Josh Adokar off the season he's had the six tries against the Arsenal. Done
0: nothing better than that, you know. Just a quality player with him in the lineup. Fair enough, fair enough. Josh Adokar. I'm going to go for Brian Toto. I think Brian Toto's year has been unreal, coming back from a syndesmosis injury and running for nearly 300 meters. And just the season he's had in general with his post contact meters, I think he's just been one of the best wingers in the comp at the moment. Uh, not the best, but definitely up there in that conversation. I think that Brian Toto has been unreal. Your first centre, who have you got?
1: Well, um, I got Matt Burton. Just off the year he's had, I reckon he's one of the best players in the comp. Beautiful way he plays, you know. Just great play overall.
0: Fair enough. Fair enough. Matt Burton. Oh, I would have. I definitely would have chosen him. I'm feeling a bit gutted right now, but then again, I'm going to get my boy Joseph Manu in this lineup. I think that Joseph Manu is just fantastic for the Sydney Roosters. And the season he's had has been fantastic as well, just in terms of the versatility he's shown playing in all these different positions and really putting in a huge effort for the Sydney Roosters this season. And your second centre, who do you have? Oh, Justin Olam. I mean, he's just
1: a strong centre. Really good, playing really good footy this year. You know, um, um, surprisingly just missing out on daily M centre, but totally I reckon should have got that.
0: Yeah, no, totally. I think that he sh- definitely should have got that as well. Justin Olam, he rise me a bit of Steve Maddai a bit uh, early in his career. Just so that strong center who isn't, really, uh, who isn't scared of taking on the line. And just a fantastic, strong, uh, versatile center, in my opinion, Justin Olam. For my second center, I'm going to have to think about this one because, uh, to be honest, I was going to go for Justin Olam as well. Um, just thinking off the top of my head, centres, centres, centres. Centres of the year. Uh, so we've got Manu, we've got Burton, we've got Olam. We've got. I'm going to go for a bit of a cheeky one here. I'm going to go for Herbie Farnworth. I think Herbie Farnworth for the Brisbane Broncos, he's had a pretty good year as well. Just in terms of the way he's played, um, I would really love to have him in a side and. Jeez, he'd be a smoky for that expansion team too if he's off contract. Not sure if he is, but if he is, uh Jeez, he'd be a fantastic choice for them. And your second winger, who are you going to go for?
1: I'm just going to go with um, Campbell Graham. Like he's just been playing phenomenal football this year. Really good player, I reckon, and will definitely be a star in the future. Another centre that you could have gone for was Stephen Crichton. I reckon he's had an unreal season as well.
0: Yeah, totally, Stephen Crichton. I think that he's been great. I could even chuck them on the wing. Uh, but just thinking about wingers and wingers that have had great seasons, Um, I don't know if Stefan Crichton's at the top there for me, but I'm just trying to think of another one I could chuck in there, to be honest. Uh, to wingers, wingers, wingers. Uh, if I go for any winger, I'm going to have to go for... I just, if, we're, if we're talking about the start of the season as well, uh, I know he was injured. With, uh, he was out with injury um, for the back end of the season. Obviously, announced his retirement uh, just recently as well. I'm going to go for Brett Morris. I think he had a really good start to his season, and he only got ruled out just before finals as well. So, uh, if, I, if, if I'm talking about wingers, I'm talking about wingers that have had a good season. I chuck Brett Morris in there for my little all star team that we've got going on here. 5-8. Who have you got for a 5-8? I
1: reckon Cody Walker, you know, best 5-8 best this year and just been playing phenomenal football, taking the Rabideaus, good leadership role, you know, good player to have on the team.
0: Fantastic. Um, if I'm going for a 5-8 here, I know you've gone with Cody Walker. Um, if I'm thinking of another 5-8 who's had a, great, a fantastic season, um, there's plenty that come to mind, but I am going to have to go with a Penrith Panthers 5'8", Jerome Luai. I think he's been really good for the uh, Penrith Panthers, and especially you don't really notice him much because he's playing with a guy like Nathan Cleary who just stands out in any team that he's in. Uh, but I think Jerome Luai has been really underrated this season in terms of what he's done for the Penrith Panthers. Halfback, who have you got? And I feel like I already know who you're going to say. Yeah, it's obvious
1: Nathan Cleary, just a phenomenal player. And he really took Panthers to the grand final this year, carried them on their back, you know, just a wonderful player and really got the win, the grand final win for him.
0: Yeah, for sure, for sure. Uh, Well, since I can't go for Nathan Cleary, which I'm absolutely gutted about, another halfback that comes to mind for me, who's had a great season, who I'm going to chuck in my side, is Jerome Hughes. Now, he started off his career as a fullback. This guy gets moulded into a halfback, turns into one of the best halfbacks in the game, in my opinion. Uh, Nathan Cleary is definitely at the top of that list, but Jerome Hughes is definitely in that conversation. And I think Jerome Hughes this season has been unreal and really underrated as well for the Melbourne Storm. Obviously, we focus on guys like Cameron Munster, Brandon Smith, Harry Grant, Ryan Pappenhausen, but Jerome Hughes, he's had a fantastic season for the Melbourne Storm. Front rowers, who have you got? Oh, um... I have to go with Josh Papaliki, you know,
1: great player, really strong and makes good metres for the team.
0: Yeah, totally, totally. Uh, Josh Papaliki having a great season for the Canberra Raiders. I'm going front rowers and I'm so lucky that you didn't pinch this guy. I'm going to go for Payne Haas and he's definitely been one of the best front rowers uh, this season and he's just an absolute workhorse for the Brisbane Broncos, averaging plenty of metres per game and, Really, really making you work hard in defence. He's Such an agile front rower and definitely suited to today's game, in my opinion. Really like the things that Payne Haas does, and I've got him in the first front row spot. Who have you got at Hooker?
1: Um, at Hooker, well, i got got Apicorosau, you know. He's just had a great season, and he's also one of the players for Penrith that really helped them get to the grand final and win it. Just his combinations with all the players in the Penrith team is so good. And he just really plays good for
0: him. Well, Guru said the other day in his podcast, if Apicorosau is not in that side, then the Penrith Panthers don't really make it that far in the finals. And I agree. Most of the play that Nathan Cleary uh, initiates comes off those quick play of the balls, comes off those beautiful feeds by Apicorosau. And I definitely can see how he picked him in this one. For me, I'm going to have to go Damien Cook. Just the things that he can do out of dummy half, the things that he can do in terms of scoots, in terms of uh, just, the th- uh, just the things that he can do out of dummy half, the plays that he can initiate. You saw it this season when he bit, put in that beautiful grubber kick for Cody Walker to score in that preliminary final. I think that Damien Cook is just such a talented player, uh, and I'd love to see him in my side at number nine. Who have you got in your other front row spot?
1: In my other front row, I've got Adam Fanour Blake. You know, he's just a phenomenal player, really strong, and really helped the Warriors this season. I would say he would be one of the best forwards, to be honest.
0: Yeah, for sure. Adam Fanour Blake, he's really solid for the New Zealand Warriors. Obviously, transitioning there after he was at the Manly Seagulls, and geez, Manly would really um, just regret letting this guy go, especially because of the season he's had at the uh, New Zealand Warriors. He's been so effective for them there. For me, and my other. Front row spot, I'm going to have to go with Jared Warrior Hargreaves. And I think that the things that he does for the Sydney Roosters, the amount of minutes that he's uh, he's allowed to play, just an absolute workhorse for that, that side. And I would absolutely love to see him in my team. Who have you got in the second row spot?
1: Now, I don't know if this counts, but James Fisher-Harris.
0: Like, oh, I don't know about that, that one, mate. I think, I yeah. think you, we're going to have to go second rowers here. Yeah, Second rowers. I yeah, oh, he's yeah, one of chuck him in the front row for sure. Yeah. Liam Martin, you know,
1: again, phenomenal. Good player, you know, just good for the team and just really helped. Had a good, really good season and helped out Penrith a lot. He was a yeah. very underrated player.
0: Definitely really underrated. I mean, he's played Origin this season as well. You don't forget, he's been quite... Uh, impactful off the bench for the Penrith Panthers, and he really sets the tone in every single game he plays. Love a bit of Liam Martin. Uh, for me in the second row, uh, just thinking about second rowers that have had a really big impact in 2021, I'm going to have to go for a guy that I personally really like. I'm going to go for the one and only Angus Crichton now. I think that the things that he's done for the Sydney Roosters, uh, whether that is playing in the middle playing in the second row he just has great impact for the sydney roosters he's such a big strong body and he's definitely gotten bigger and stronger since he has come to the roosters obviously he was a bit smaller when he was at south sydney coming to the roosters he's just grown out of uh, just huge to be honest just huge and the things that he's done for the sydney roosters as well has been unreal so i've definitely have to chuck him in my second row spot who have you got in the other second row
1: The other second row, I have Kalong Matangi, you know. um, I thought he was really underrated this season and I'm surprised he didn't make a spot in the Blues team, but definitely in the future, I can see him in the lineup. He He's a really good player for South, very underrated, I reckon, and will be a great player for him next year.
0: Yeah, totally, Keon Kalong Matangi. I can't wait to see how he goes next season. I think we'll be seeing a bit more of Keon Kalong Matangi with the absence of Dane Gagai. Most of the plays that Cody Walker actually initiated were off Dane Gagai, so I think when once Keon Colomitonga gets a bit more involved, we'll definitely see a bit more of him next season, and I think he's so influential for that South Sydney side. For me, in the other second row, looking at second rows that have had a pretty good season, I can't really go past Isaiah Papali'i, I just think that he has been so influential for this Parramatta Eels side, uh, and I really do like watching him play Um, just really, really good for the Parramatta Eels, and can't wait to see him next season. Uh, for your lock forward, who have you got? Uh, No other
1: than Cameron Murray. You know, I reckon he's played heaps good this year. Um, people say Gio's better than him, but to be honest, I don't really see it. I see Cameron Murray over him by quite a far amount. You know um great player and can't wait to see him how he plays next year with the loss of many key players to South.
0: yeah totally and i think as well we'll be seeing a lot more of cameron murray next season he's had a fantastic season this season too his origin stint was really good i'm spewing that i can't put him in my side but definitely a good get for you i mean he's just so influential for that south senior rubberdose side and definitely one of the key players in that side as well for me uh, you talked about this guy just before, Isaiah Yo. I don't think he's better than Cameron Murray, I'll give you that, but I, I do think that he's a great lock forward. I think that he just has such a great impact and really initiates most of the attack of the uh, Penrith Panthers with his quick play the ball. Some of the carries that he has are just so good for this pan, uh, Penrith side, sorry, uh, and I really love watching Isaiah Yo. Now, your number 14, the the trick here with the number 14, you can pick pretty much any player that you want. Uh, So who are you going to go for?
1: Uh, Benji Marshall, you know, just with the two halves on the field, he's just another lock basically roaming around, acting as another half, getting off plays and links up good with the South City players. It's a shame to see him go into retirement, to be honest, but he had a great career and, you know, great player for Souths.
0: Yeah, totally. And you know what? It is what it is. He's had a fantastic career, obviously, with the West Tigers, the St. George Illawarra Dragons, the Brisbane Broncos and the South Sydney Rabbitohs. He's been such a fantastic player and he really has left a mark on this game. And I just love watching Benji Marshall play and the things that he does as well for that South Sydney Rabbitohs side. And I do see him going into coaching as well in the years to come. I think he's just such a smart head and I can't wait to see the future of Benji Marshall after retirement. For me, a number 14, now, since we can pick pretty much anyone we want here for the 14, I'm going to go with a guy from the Melbourne Storm. I'm going to go ahead and pick Harry Grant. Uh, and I just think the things that he does off the bench for the Melbourne Storm are just, is just so good. You get Brandon Smith, who really tears apart uh, the, the defense of whoever he's attacking, and then you... Shifts into that lock forward role. Harry Grant comes on and just absolutely splits teams apart. And I'll absolutely love Harry Grant coming off the bench. I think he'd be good with a guy like Damian Cook as well. Now, 15. As I said, you can pick any players that you want for the bench. So who are you taking on your bench?
1: Well, I try to get away with him in the second row, but James fisher Harris, I'm, to be honest, I put him in the starting lineup for my team, but he's just having a great season. One of the best forwards, if not the best, you know, um, just great season and can't wait to see how he plays in the upcoming years.
0: Totally. James Fisher-Harris, I mean, probably one of the best forwards in our game, just behind Payne Haas, in my opinion. I really do like the impact he brings for sides and, jeez, he'd be so good off the bench in any team, in my opinion, especially a team like the one you've got stacked up here. I think he'd just be so good uh, for any team that he's in, to be honest, and he really does do a good job for that Penrith Panthers side. For me, 15, a forward coming off the bench. I can't go past Victor Radley. Victor, the inflictor, the season he's had. Obviously, uh, uh, other than the suspensions and whatnot, I think that he could definitely be one of the best locks in the game. Obviously, you got Cameron Murray up there for sure at number one. Isaiah Yo, probably close, close second. To For me, I haven't seen enough of Victor Radley in the past two seasons to really put a put a spot on him or put a... My opinion on him. Uh, That's why I can't wait to see him next season because I think he'll be so good for the Sydney Roosters if he keeps that suspension number down. Uh, 16, who have you got?
1: Peter Penguin Jr. I think it's a big loss for Brisbane. Just from the couple of games he played with Penrith, he had a big influential role and really had a great season when he was playing for the Penrith Panthers, you know. Great player, and I can't wait to see
0: what he does at the Bulldogs next year. Yeah, totally. I think Tevita Pangai Jr. is a huge loss for any club that he's leaving. I even think, even though he wasn't there for that long, he'll be a huge loss for Penrith as well. The impact he had off the bench, especially around finals time, was really good for Penrith, uh, and for Brisbane as well. He was just an absolute workhorse. I think with Tevita Pangai Jr., it is about consistency a bit for him. I do want to see him get that consistency in his game and then I think he'll be so lethal for the Bulldogs next season. For me another player coming off the bench just looking about around at players at the league at the moment, I'm going to have to go with the one and only Dave Verfaeder. I think coming off the bench for the Titans at the especially at the back end of this season, he's been so he's just been so strong and such a great impact for this side. Um, and I'd, I'd love to see him off the bench in my one. And f- your last player on the bench, your number 17, who are you going to go for?
1: Um. Well, this is quite random, but I was going to go for Latrell Mitchell. Like, I was going to choose David Fafita, but I saw you got him. But Latrell, I see him playing in any positions. He can play – he's like another utility on the bench. He can play your second row. He can play centre, fullback 5'8". He's a great player, and he had a great season. It's unfortunate that he got suspended because I reckon the – finals results for south would have been completely different
0: yeah no totally i can agree with that there i think latrell mitchell definitely would have had an impact on that grand final for sure i reckon he would have scored a few meaties as well latrell is just an absolute freak an absolute weapon i think it was a really lucky pick up there for south sydney for me for the bench the final guy that comes off the bench for me i look around the league at the moment and this could be a bit of a random one as well, but I'm going to have to go with the Bulldogs' Luke Thompson. And I think that he's been really underrated as well this season. Uh, maybe a lock forward, maybe a front row. I couldn't really put a position on him at the moment, but he was so good for the Bulldogs in this in this season. Obviously started off a bit, a bit rough, but then coming uh, just the more games that he got, the better he got. And I think that he'll be so good for the Bulldogs next season as well. So here are your teams. For me, Les. Fullback, Tom Travojevic. Wingers, Brian Toto and Brett Morris. Centres, Manu and Herbie Farnworth. In the halves, I have Jerome Luai and Jerome Hughes. The two Jeromes, JJ. In the front row, Payne Haas and Jared Warrior Hargreaves. Damien Cook at Hooker. Angus Crichton and Isaiah Papaliti in the back row. Uh, man in the middle is Isaiah Yo. And my bench is Harry Grant, Victor Radley, David Fafita, and Luke Thompson. For Harry, his fullback is James Tedesco. Wingers are Josh Adokar and Campbell Graham. centres Matt Burton and Justin Olam. halves Cody Walker and Nathan Cleary probably would be the best combination in the game and probably will be the origin combination in the future. Uh, in the front row, Josh Papali'i and Adin Fenua Blake. Apikorosau at Hooker. Liam Martin and Karen Kaloma in the back row with Cameron Murray at Lock. The bench is Benji Marshall, James Fisher Harris, Davida Pangai Jr., and Latrell Mitchell. Two very good sides there. I will be putting them up on my Instagram for you guys to have a vote and see who you guys think is the better team and who would win. Harry, thanks for hopping on, mate. Absolute pleasure to have you on, brother.
1: Thanks for having me, mate. Good thing that you're doing good things with this podcast, and I can't wait to see you blow
0: up. Cheers, bro. Appreciate it. See you later. Well, that is it for this one, guys. I really hope you enjoyed this podcast. Thank you for choosing Big Lezzers League and all rugby league experience. I'm sorry for the stingy audio. Again, it is Zoom. I'm saving up for the proper equipment. Uh, I will be doing my interviews on Zoom until then, but every other podcast will be just like this. Perfect audio that I'm speaking with now. Again, very sorry for the bit of stingy audio, but that will be fixed. Make sure you do recommend this podcast to a friend and I will see you guys in the next one.